Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. A case involving religious bigotry and obvious viewpoint discrimination is at the Supreme Court. I had the opportunity to argue that case. It'll have national precedent. We'll talk about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. You know, Matt, after you argued this, I think even the media recognized uh, that the Supreme Court will most likely acknowledge that Boston cheated in this case. Yeah, and they cheated by opening up a public forum. They did it intentionally. It wasn't just an accident. Mm -hmm. They did it through a specific policy. Their policy says that their plaza and certain flagpoles are, quote, public forums, and they invite, quote, all applicants, close quote, to participate in flag-raising events on the flagpoles. And for 12 years, they operated consistent with that policy. They approved 284 applications with a wide variety of flags. Obviously, this wasn't Boston speech because there was one group, the Chinese Progressive Association that is a supporter of Mao Zedong and the Communist Revolution. Do you really think that Boston supports uh, the slaughter of millions of people under the auspices of Mao Zedong? I don't think so. This is private speech. And in fact, within a few days, always after that flag, there's also a flag that's flown by Mr. Chin. Mr. Chin raises not the People's Republic of China flag, but he raises the Republic of China flag. Right. That is the pre-Mao flag. He is opposed to Mao. He's opposed to communism. So the city's not one week pro-China, anti-China, pro-communism, anti-communism. That's free speech that's taking place in their public forums, and they had no problem with it. Right, but bottom line, they denied for the first time the Christian flag simply because it was called a Christian flag, and hence they violated the Constitution. And here's the thing that's really odd about it. The Christian flag is a white flag with a blue cross in the... Blue square. A blue a square with a red cross right, inside the blue square. Blue yeah, square. There's another flag that they've allowed to uh, fly. It's the Bunker Hill flag. It's the reversed color scheme. Instead of white, it's blue. Instead of the square being uh, blue, it's uh, a different color. Mm -hmm. So, uh, But other than that, it's, a, it's the same flag. It's got the St. George's cross in the Bunker Hill flag. That's been allowed to fly. Right. And they said that the Christian flag could have flown. They didn't have a problem with the actual symbols on the flag itself. You could raise it up there. The reason why they censored it is because Hal Shirtliff called it a Christian flag. It was the it's word Christian the in the application. It's not Camp Constitution's flag. It's the Christian flag. It's all in the name that triggered them. And the Boston official, Commissioner Rooney, said if you had called it the Camp Constitution flag— you would be allowed to raise it. But because you called it the Christian flag, you can't erase it. So in other words, the, no problem with the flag itself. Same flag could have flown if you just lied about it or you had a different viewpoint on it. If you secularized it in your viewpoint, there would be no problem. But if you put the Christian viewpoint on it, it's a problem. And they said, well, the Bunker Hill flag wasn't a Christian flag, even though it has Christian symbols. 
But had it been called a Christian flag, yeah, that would have been censored too. And, you know, during the argument, I, I really believe even those justices that are typically on the left, they seem to be in agreement of our argument that this was censor- this censorship was unconstitutional and Boston made a big mistake. Yeah, you have Justice Thomas who said this is a viewpoint censorship and that he also pushed back at the city when the city... Uh, had indicated that it wanted to have diversities of of communities and viewpoints. And he said, well, it appears that you have limited diversity because you're excluding Christians. Well, the the city attorney even even touted that the policy said the goal is to foster diversity of communities. Except for Christians. Oops. Yeah, I think you forgot one. Yeah, Yeah, and Justice Alito questioned Boston's ability to exercise censorship Uh, asking if it it was consistent with the principles of the free speech clause. If you say somebody can speak, except we're going to monitor what is said, and we're not going to allow religious speech. Right. And, you know, the city attorney also said, you know, the goal of this public forum is to commemorate events or occasions. And then Justice Amy Coney Barrett came back and said, well, isn't celebrating Camp Constitution celebrating that day considered an event yeah considering an occasion an <laughs> event it was uh, constitution day it's a federally recognized day right uh, gorsuch uh, asked boston's attorney just exactly how the actions of the city were not viewpoint discrimination under our case law uh, justice kavanaugh said that boston's denial of camp constitution's flag is actually a mistaken view of the establishment clause and he went on to note that the court has repeatedly ruled that allowing religious groups to use public property on equal terms is not government endorsement of religion, as Boston tried to claim. You know, let's camp on that for a minute. Didn't the, the official in Boston feel like he was violating the Establishment Clause? Yeah. Explain that a little bit more. They gave as their reason that they weren't going to allow this flag to fly because it would violate the Establishment Clause. Now, here's the odd thing. The flag itself is not the problem, in their view. It's just the word on the application that's the problem. So how is that going to violate the Establishment Clause? Well, they argued that, well, it's government speech, so we have to censor anything, or we have the right to censor to discriminate against religious viewpoints. We're just not going to allow your religious viewpoint. So we'll, we'll grant a wide variety of applications, 284, but when 285 steps in line, is next in line, and it's Hal Shirtliff, and they look at the application, they see the word Christian, whoops, step out of line, you're not welcome here. And they argued because if we were to allow it, it would violate the Establishment Clause. Justice Gorsuch were saying, that's a mistaken view of the Establishment Clause. Justice Kagan and Justice Gorsuch uh, and, and Justice Kavanaugh also said that this was a mistaken view of the Establishment Clause. In fact, Gorsuch said, after rejecting the Establishment Clause defense by the city, he asked the city's council, quote, what's left to decide? Right. He also noted, too, that the city seemed to have cast religion into the same category as speech deemed offensive by censoring the religious viewpoint. Yeah, now, and Justice Kagan said uh, in toward the end uh, to the uh, city attorney, she said, in the context of a system where flags go up, flags go down, different people have different kinds of flags, then it is a violation of the free speech part of the First Amendment and not an Establishment Clause violation. And then she says, the end. <laughs> that, that's from Justice Kagan. Yeah, she asked a lot of questions, by the way. 
So. She did. And so I think it was pretty clear that the city violated the Constitution by engaging in religious viewpoint censorship. Now, this case is much bigger than the flag. Right. It's not about, can I raise a Christian flag on a flagpole? You might say, well, I don't know if I'll ever have an occasion to ask to raise a Christian flag on a city hall flagpole or this, some of the government flagpole. This also affects, can the government control our speech? Can I have a Bible study in a public uh, arena somewhere, or can they come and shut it down because our speech is Christian? Or can I do something in a, you know, have a Bible study in a public library or, you know, other things that Christians want to do, can the government come in and control that? That's exactly the implication of this case. And so what happened here is the government opened up a public forum for all applicants. And it operated like that for 12 years and even continued to operate like that up until um, the Supreme Court took the case. An open forum for everybody. The only one that was really excluded is this Christian viewpoint. So when they get a viewpoint that they don't like, in this case a Christian viewpoint, then they reverse engineer the policy, which is what Justice Alito said that they actually had done, by saying, you know what, it's really not a public forum, it's our speech, and therefore we can do what we well please to do, and we're going to not allow your kind to have part of this public forum. So now you put that in the context of after-school programs, and the school opens up its facilities after school for groups for soccer, baseball, other kinds of things for the kids, and then they have uh, community and civic groups, and then they allow, for example, the Scouts or some other group like that. Uh, and then uh, Good News Club or Fellowship of Christian Athletes or a Student Bible Club wants to meet. And then they say, no, you're Christian. Your kind's not welcome here. That's what's happening. Right. And you know, Matt, the founders established government in order to protect our religious freedom and our free speech. And I believe this case will have a big part in getting back to that. Yeah, this will have a national precedent that will ultimately make that distinction that you can't hide behind government speech. You can't open up this forum and then when you don't like a Christian viewpoint, you just shut the door in their face and say, oh, well, this is my turf. You are not welcome here anymore. You've got to be treated equal. Right. That's the importance of this case. For more information, go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org forward slash flag. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org. The website again, lc.org.